The podcast Arts at Nine is coming to you from the Sudbury Theatre Centre in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. This episode was originally broadcast on the community radio station CKLU 96.7 and on Eastlink TV on March 3, 2021. Weekly STC Artistic Director John McHenry and I, Judy Strawn, delve into the art scene in Sudbury with interviews, music by local musicians, shout-outs to local artists, and, of course, a fascinating featured guest. In today's broadcast, you'll hear the music of the widely acclaimed jazz vocalist Patricia Cano. We'll have a chat with Susan Darling about the novels of Canadian writer Mary Lawson and the online chat March 25th with Mary herself. As well, from the director of the Art Gallery of Sudbury, Demetra Kostakos, you'll hear about the exciting new mega project in downtown Sudbury, Junction East. It's a pretty big deal. Thanks for joining us on Arts at Nine. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Arts at Nine, where it's all about the arts in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. We're coming to you on both CKLU Radio 96.7 and on Eastlink TV from our studio right here at the Sudbury Theatre Centre. I'm Judy Strawn, and sitting across from me is Artistic Director of the Sudbury Theatre Centre, John McHenry. John, it's good to be back after a long stay-at-home COVID restrictions. I hope you weren't too lonely. Uh, no. I'm never too lonely. I'm okay with my own company. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, yeah. So you got lots of work done at home, no Absolutely. problem? <laughs> what? But now that you're back in the building, what is going on at the Sudbury Theatre Centre now or this spring? Right, well, I've got to say it's so good to be back in the building. I'm not a work-at-home kind of guy, right? So it's great to be back in the building. And um, there's lots coming up at STC. All right, what We've, is it? Our drama classes, the spring term for our youth drama classes are beginning at the end of March. We've got students in the building, our students on stage are getting ready to do Cinderella at the uh, beginning of May. Affordably Numb, that crazy group of musicians are coming back to... Are they really coming they back? to do the music of Pink Floyd that's coming up at the end of April. Okay, I have to stop you right there. When can people buy tickets? Uh, within the next couple of weeks. Okay. So everyone, do watch for that. It sells out. It is fantastic. And of course, we're physically distant, so we can only accommodate 50 people mm -hmm. per performance. Mm -hmm. And then the Sweet Juliets are coming in to do their postponed from like almost a year ago. Who are the Sweet Juliets? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. I know it's Kelly Perra. <laughs> okay, Kelly Perra <laughs> I know there plus are two, others. two other Juliets. And they'll be what, singing old-fashioned songs? All or what the do you oldies. Mean? Oldies but goodies. Absolutely. So yeah, we, we've got a busy spring coming up. That's really good to hear. Um, really good to hear. There are other things going on in town. I mean, we haven't been in this in our little studio here since December. And there are other things going on in town. And one of them is a screenwriter's workshop. So for anyone interesting, interested in screenwriting for film, what can they do? Yeah, it's, it's a new and exclusive screenwriting workshop presented in partnership between Cultural Industries Ontario North and Toronto Film School. And it's being delivered 100% online and will take place on two days over two weekends, beginning March the 6th 
right through to March the 13th with high-level industry instructors from the Toronto Film School. That will be fantastic. That is online, and we can totally. learn here in Sudbury. And it's only two weekends. It's this weekend coming up, March the 8th, and the following weekend. March the 6th. March the 6th, sorry, and the following weekend. And if you can't remember C-I-O-N, it's through Cinefest in Sudbury. So C-I-O-N... Cultural Industries Ontario North is part of Cinefest. So Great. do call if you're interested at all. Do get the information. Go to the website. And there are things going on with Kiwanis Festival as well, John. I What's know. happening? The Kiwanis have had a great response to their online uh, music festival this year. They have over 100 participants for its virtual festival. The Concert of Excellence will be aired on Eastlink Community t TV in the spring. And if anyone is interested in sponsoring an award for these brave souls, it takes very special people, doesn't it, mm -hmm. to get up and perform. Um, they can contact Catherine Smith at Kiwanis Music Festival Sudbury at gmail.com. Kiwanis Music Festival Sudbury at gmail.com. And you know, if you want to sponsor these kids, it doesn't take thousands of dollars. We're talking if you wanted to give $100 or $200 for to support somebody, yeah. that would be fantastic. I, I think there's also a couple of awards for $50. So it's really anything. So Kiwanis Music Festival Sudbury at gmail.com. That's that correct. <laughs> Good. Got it. All right. Um, also, I, was, I wanted to do a little quiz for you. I always yep. like to put you on the spot. You I was do. downtown the other day, and Victoria's Custom Framing, which is on Durham Street, had this big sign across their window that said SLAP. And I looked at it, SLAP, S-L-A-P in big letters, and I thought, what on earth are they doing? Mm. And then I saw the small print. Okay, what do you think SLAP means? Sudbury loves apple pie. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> P is for poutine. Uh, mm, <laughs> no. Maybe. I was astounded. I thought, this is fantastic. It means support local artists, please. Oh, fantastic. I know. Isn't that what we're all about? We, we, we're really rooting for the little guy, the independent business person, the Sudbury artist. So slap. If I ask you if you want to slap, don't take it <laughs> don't take it personally. And who are the guests this week on Arts at Nine? Well this week we are going to find out a no, just a sec. <laughs> we have uh, Susan Susan Darling is coming Susan up. Susan Darling is That's coming it. up. Yes. Um, is coming up. Um, and also Demetra Christakis is here from the Art Gallery of Sudbury. Now, Susan Darling, um, I've known Susan for a long time. We both belong to the same organization, CFUW, Canadian Federation of University Women. And she's going to tell us all about a great night that's coming up with them in March. Um, do we have a musical guest this week or not? We do have a musical guest, and it's the incredible... And I know you're going to you're going to correct me on the pronunciation what? of this name. It's Patricia Cano. Yes, well, ah, got it right. <laughs> you're, yes, you're becoming a Sudbarian, exactly. <laughs> she is fantastic as well. So I'm glad to hear that she is our featured guest. Uh, let's see. Can you give me before we meet Demetra? Because I know it'll be all about the new art gallery in Sudbury, about Sudbury Junction mm -hmm. East. Can you give listeners who aren't really sure what this is. Give us a quick 101 on what is Junction East? Junction East is going to be the new library and the art gallery, uh, which is going to be built 
in the parking lot adjacent to the Sudbury Theatre Centre. And it's also going to incorporate the Sudbury Theatre Centre and the, the Sudbury Multicultural Association. So it's really going to be a landmark building on this property. And we're all very excited about it. I guess you're excited. And I suppose because it hasn't been designed yet, you don't know how you're going to come together. Exactly. We've, we've, we've had some very uh, excellent uh, consultations with the architects and the city. Uh, so that's all moving forward. We've got another one coming up very soon. So we're, we're on the ball and it's, uh, we're putting our ideas forth. And there's also been uh, some community involvement as well with some public consultations. So everyone can really get involved with, this, with the planning of this landmark building. So someone listening right now that says, I have opinions. Uh, what do they do? Is there a special website or what do there they is. do? There they, is. They can go to overtoyou.sudbury.com. Okay. Oh, over to you anyway. If they Googled over to you yeah. plus Sudbury, they would get the website Absolutely. and then they can find out when they can give their input. Something interesting, and I happen to have this little piece of paper. I know on Eastlink you'll be able to see this. On CKLU you won't. But I was at the library the other day and they shoved this piece of paper into the book that I was borrowing and it says Junction East. Now I've got the French side here, English. Share your ideas for the new Central Library Art Gallery and it gives you five questions and so you don't even have to go online. If you're feeling like that's not, not anything you want to do, go to the library and they have all of these forms you can Absolutely. fill out. The city is really doing a, an excellent job in, in, in trying to engage as many people in as many ways as they possibly can. So, yeah, mm -hmm. you don't have to go online. You can go to the library and pick up a book. I know. I was so pleased and surprised. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. John, since we've been doing shout-outs since the beginning of the season, do we have a shout-out today? We do. We never. We, we so always lucky. sound so surprised when we have know, a shout-out. Shout but we do have a shout-out. And this, is, this one comes from Don Johnston, uh, who is an award-winning Sudbury photographer and a brand-new board member on the Sudbury Arts Council, one of our partners here on Arts at Nine. Um, so Don Johnston's shout-out is to Sudbury Paint and Custom Framing, one of our favourite shops on Elgin Street. And he says, I'd like to acknowledge and congratulate Jane and Leslie for friendly, attentive service and excellent products. There is great support for local artists at this locale. Absolutely. Well said, Don Johnson. Absolutely. If you want to give a shout out at anybody out there saying, gee, I know an artist that I'd like to give a shout out to, what do they do, John? They just have to email the Theatre Centre at communications, with an S, at sudburytheatre.ca. All right. So please do let us know who your shout out is. I'm sure that you know an artist that should be mentioned on air. And I know that Jane Cameron and her shop, uh, they also believe in the slap, <laughs> the, the slap model. I'm loving that. <laughs> I'm loving slap. They, they definitely support local artists. They Absolutely. Certainly do. And, and thanks to our partner, Downtown Sudbury BIA, for supporting the arts on Arts at Nine. Absolutely. Before we meet our first guest, Susan Darling, from the Sudbury branch of CFUW, John, again, what, this another test, what does CFUW mean? Oh, Judy, it's the Canadian Federation of University Women. You're so smart, no wonder you're artistic director. Anyway, Susan Darling is here from the CFUW, and she's going to tell us what her group has planned for March the 25th. But first, a song from Patricia Cano. Acclaimed writer Thompson Highway is a huge 
part of this story. Thompson Highway wrote the musical The Postmistress, and Patricia Cano plays the energetic Métis Marie-Louise Pinchot, head of the post office in a small town of lovely Ontario, not far from <laughs> complexity, Ontario. Don't you love that? Brilliant. Just brilliant. He is brilliant. And you know, he did live in Sudbury. So I'm, I have the feeling he must think that lovely is lively Ontario, but I don't know. Yeah. Charged with being sure that the right male gets to the right person, she's also a kind of therapist, listening to the problems of the townsfolks and offering her advice, at least to the audience. Enjoy Patricia Cano, a Peruvian-Canadian singer from Sudbury, Ontario, singing from a work by acclaimed Canadian writer Thompson Highway. Enjoy Love I know is here. It's one bright and sunny day. The lake is smooth as glass. The leaves of trees are green. Birds are singing melodies. The flowers are in bloom, such as you've never seen. Sunlight streaming from the sky No, not a cloud in sight No rain today, it's clear Bells are ringing in my ears My heart is like a song Cause love I know is here It was one bright sunny day July, I do recall When I first saw the light I was walking through a park Kew Gardens was its name When I stopped for the flight Of ten chickadees at play Exploding from my heart A cloud of wondrous from above It's one bright and sunny day The lake is smooth as glass The leaves of trees all green Birds are singing melodies The flowers are in bloom Such as you've never seen Sunlight streaming from the sky No, not a cloud in sight
Patricia Cano singing from Thompson Highway's play, The Postmistress. And Thompson Highway, an international A-list author, used to live right here in Greater Sudbury. Are you a reader? Do you love well-written fiction? Our next guest is Susan Darling, who's going to tell us about the acclaimed author, Mary Lawson, and how all of us can meet Mary Lawson virtually on March the 25th. Welcome to Arts at Nine, Susan Darling. Hello, Judy. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm really excited to talk about this event with you. It's 25 years, though, that CFUW has been doing this event. Can you tell us a little bit, for those who've never heard of it or haven't been at it, what is the event usually like? Judy, uh, it's basically a speaker event. We invite uh, a, an author to town, a female Canadian author, talking about her recent book, it's always been held at Fraser Auditorium at Laurentian, which holds about 600 people. And uh, the author speaks to us for about an hour about her recent book and maybe about her writing process. And uh, there's a session for questions. And uh, there's an opportunity to buy the book that night. And uh, half of the proceeds goes to CFUW, which is important to us. And uh, people who buy a book have an opportunity to have that book signed by the author that night in the foyer of uh, Fraser Auditorium. I know it's a fundraiser for three organizations, right? Not just uh, Canadian Federation of University Women. There are two others. Is it LEAF and the YWCA? That's or? correct. That's correct. Now, CFUW does take the lead, but we partner with YWCA and LEAF. And um, we've been doing this, as you say, for 25 years now. And, and really, um, disclaimer, I am part of CFUW. I have been to these events in the past. I never miss them because even if you don't know the author, you haven't read anything by the author, it's so interesting. You learn so much, and it's just a wonderful celebration of women. Um, I know this year it's being done online, and you had mentioned something about usually you can get the book autographed what are you doing this year? Are you making any attempts at autographing? <laughs> you know, we did explore that, Judy. There was just no uh, easy way to do that, but uh, everybody gets a little sticker inside that has, I think, a photocopy of the, the signature, mm -hmm. and uh, it's up to you whether you mm -hmm. use that sticker and so forth. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, in many ways, it will feel very much like the original Celebrate Women. It's a live interview with Mary Lawson. She'll be uh, doing this from London, England, where she now lives. So for her, it's 11 o'clock at night, which apparently she doesn't mind at all. But uh, you will be seeing her speak live. And there will be questions presented to her that an audience might uh, give. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a, a lot of it should feel very much like um, 
going to the event but of course you can stay home and stay in your pajamas and <laughs> I mean that's the, the great thing you can stay home you can have your favorite beverage beside you and you can listen to Mary Lawson speak now you were saying it's going to be very much like what we're familiar with at the Fraser and I know one of the things I was familiar with at the Fraser was having some entertainment off the top do you have entertainment yes we do Judy um I think about six or seven years ago, we started to invite the Nickel City Sound Singers to uh, introduce the event, to sing about three songs, to get things started. That turned out to be a very popular addition, so we've, we've kept it up. And uh, yes, virtually they will be singing to the group when the event starts at seven. Uh, they are singing a song or two that they've newly released. Uh, so uh, we're happy that that too has been retained as part of our, uh, our entertainment. Mm -hmm. One of the things, too, that I want to make sure people understand is that really CFUW has thought long and hard about how to make this easy. How, how hard or how easy is it going to be to click on that night and to find Mary Lawson? That's a good question. Um, you don't have to have Zoom platform or anything like that. It's going to be a simple link. Once you register and uh, have paid your $10 ticket, uh, you will be sent the link for the event. And you just click on that and you're live. You can see Mary right away. So to do that, uh, to learn about many things related to the event and to register, you would go to our website, which is cfuwsudbury.com, cfuwsudbury.com. And uh, you can click to, to pay. You can read more about the event if you want to. You can learn how to buy a book. You can buy a book via our website, actually. Uh, and there's a third option, Judy, and that is to uh, buy a book sponsorship. Uh, that includes us uh, contributing $100. It means that uh, you can perhaps dedicate a book to someone you love, to someone you've lost, and uh, a sticker, a dedication sticker is put in front of a, inside of a book. And then you have the option to donate that book to whatever library in the Sudbury area you would mm -hmm. like it to go. It could be a school library. It could be one of the public mm -hmm. libraries. So that is a nice option for people, too. You know, Susan, I have been thinking for two weeks now about a book, sponsoring a book. And I was having the hardest time thinking that I would like to, you, you often sponsor it on somebody's behalf. And I kept thinking, who who would I like to sponsor a book for? Whose name would I like in a library forever and ever at the front of a book? And I'm just so happy that I thought of someone this morning, and it will mean something to, to Ben, who is doing our sound here, and to John McHenry, who's here in the studio. Um, there was a fellow called Boris Max, who just passed away, who was so kind to the Sudbury Theatre Centre and did so much for us that this morning I thought, I'm going to dedicate it to Boris Max, who just passed away before Christmas. And so for all of you out there, think, and I'll bet you there's somebody that you can think of that you would like to honour. So I'm really encouraging people to sponsor a book. Excellent. And if you don't buy a book from CFUW, um, is there another way? Like, we really want people to buy it from CFUW because that's part of the fundraiser, isn't it? It is. You know, that, that, that's our hope, quite frankly. Um, we receive 50% uh, of the proceeds of the sales. So that's a major part of the fundraising for us. Um, the, we have a, a terrific relationship with Penguin Random House, and they have given us this arrangement for many years. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty special to get 50% mm -hmm. of the sales that night. 
Absolutely. So please, if you can, everyone listening, please get your book from CFUW. Go to the website, figure out how to order it. And even if you get the book after the event, it doesn't matter. You will love the book anyway. Susan, can you see in front of me, I know the Eastlink people can see in front of me, that I went to the Sudbury Public Library and I have her books. Now, Mary Lawson has only written four novels. She just started to write when she was, what, 55 years old. She'd retired and started to write. Uh, what have you read? I've read Crow Lake, and uh, I believe many people have, quite frankly. It was an international bestseller. It won the Book of the Year Award from the New York Times. The Washington Post awarded it the Book of the Year. Her other books have also won awards, and uh, I have just recently read the new book, A Town Called Solace, because we were provided with some advanced copies, and it's excellent. I, I love it every bit as much as Crow Lake, so uh, uh, we're feeling pretty excited about this author and this, this novel this year. What do you think, just from your own personal opinion, what is it about Mary Lawson's storytelling, or what is it you like about her books? You know, I, I think the simplest thing I could say is that she just tells a good story, um, you get wrapped up in the story right away. It feels very realistic. I find that the conversations are ones that you might have in your own family or among your friends. So uh, you can relate mm -hmm. to her, her characters and to the story. They face trials that most of us do in our life. Um, she doesn't come up with these perfect rosy endings necessarily. They're very satisfying endings, but I find that's another realistic mm -hmm. aspect of her books. So if I had to explain her, her popularity, it would probably be just... Um, the, uh, she tells a good story. She tells a good story <laughs> and she touches you. You know, uh, one that I have in front of me here, I have all four in front of me. Let's see, Crow Lake. This is the one I was rereading this morning, was Crow Lake. And last week I read The Other Side of the Bridge, which I love. I am now this far from the ending of this for the second time. I can't remember how it ends. She is the best suspense <laughs> writer, too. She always holds something back, and you can't wait to hear how I'm it ends. I'm glad she mentioned that, because she throws in a bit of humor, and she definitely throws in suspense to her novels. Absolutely. So Celebrate Women again. What's the date? March 25th. It's at 7 o'clock at night. Uh, maybe I'll mention something about uh, what may make her popular in Canada is uh, uh, she loves Canada, her roots are here, and uh, Maclean's and Zoomer's magazine have interviewed her recently about why she sets all of her novels in northern Ontario, and it's her, her upbringing that was in a small community, plus her summers in at a remote lake in the Muskoka area at the time, and it's so in her heart and so in her bones that she... Uh, sets all of her novels in a, a small I love community. reading it. She mentions New Liskard, Haleberry, yeah. Sudbury. You know, you just feel, you feel yes. right at home with her books. So encouraging everyone, even if you don't get to read it, join that night. Uh, they will have her books. I'll bet you they have them at Bay Used Books as well as the Sudbury Public Library, as well as CFUW, as well as. So let's mm. hope that people can find some of the older ones, maybe. Uh, the new one isn't yet at the library, I don't think. No, today is the official release, the official launch of the new novel. Wow. So March the 3rd is... You're the, ahead of the wave here. We are just are on top so of it. <laughs> Susan, thank you for joining us today on Arts at Nine and for telling us about this truly enjoyable night coming up. It's tailor-made for those who love reading, for those who love Mary Lawson, or for those who just like to support a good cause. Thank you. Before our next guest, Dimitra Kostakos from the Art Gallery of Sudbury, another song from Patricia Cano. 
This time, we return to her 2009 album, This Is The New World. The song, Home Again. In this song, Patricia Cano tells what it feels like to be, what it feels like to be coming home to Sudbury. Been traveling down oh so many roads of late, losing sight of what I had been missing. From south to east and north to west and back again. My breath did not know why then suddenly I knew A pine tree reached down into the greyhound Plucked me from my window seat And suddenly I knew There atop the pine birch canopy The view was like a drug to me Just open and 
was Sudbury's own Patricia Cano singing Home Again from her 2009 album, This Is the New World. And we'll be talking about a new world unfolding in front of us in downtown Sudbury, the new world of Junction East. Sitting in front of me is Dimitri Kostakos, director and curator of the Art Gallery of Sudbury. Welcome to Arts at Nine, Dimitra. Well, thank you so much, Judy. What a pleasure to be here. And what a pleasure to be here at the Sudbury Theatre Centre. can't tell you. How exciting it is! It to is. It's exciting be for backstage. us to, to be. I know to be backstage to see this cozy little corner of the world that Beautiful. we have. Exactly, uh, Demetra. It is exciting to think about the the new art gallery, and we certainly plan to talk a lot about that. But before we do. What's going on at the Art Gallery now? Are you open? What's the procedure? What's happening? Well, we will, we're so happy to be reopening. We'll be reopening on Tuesday, March the 2nd. Uh, we're opening in a COVID, uh, with COVID precautions in the same way that we have been operating since August the 5th. Um, we were uh, in mandatory lockdown from December 26th until uh, and we're reopening with a new exhibition, uh, a wonderful exhibition of drawings by Kanoyuak Ashivik, one of Canada's master Inuit print uh, draw, uh, artists and printmakers. And uh, it's an exhibition called Life and Legacy. And it is curated by uh, an old friend of ours, William Huffman. Um, oh, really? Who, yeah, one of the oh, a former director curator at the Art Gallery of Sudbury. So now, Bill Huffman uh, was here back in the late '90s, I think it was. Well, now he's uh, working with the West Baffin um, Art Inuit Cooperative, and they have this enormous treasure trove of drawings by Inuit artists that were really the design element for all of these wonderful prints we see coming out of Dorset Fine Arts. And uh, we're very, very excited to be able to present the show. So for all of us who want to go and see it, now I was there during your previous exhibit before Christmas and Mm -hmm. saw the Carmichael uh, exhibit. And I know that we had to book ahead for a time. Is that still the case? It's still the case. Um, We have for this exhibition four times during a day. Uh, We're open Tuesday through Sunday. It's uh, 10 a.m., 11.15, 2 p.m., and 3.15, and we can take a small group of people from the same bubble or family, um, up to eight people, because we're keeping our uh, numbers inside Mm -hmm. to 10. And you can um, can go to our website, which is artsudbury, all one word, Dot org, and we have a, a booking feature called Calendly, and you can just click on the mm. book your ticket, um, and you'll go to the calendar. I, I, found, it, I found it really easy. Oh, great. You know, you just went to the website, you clicked on what time. Uh, six of us went together uh, and just had a private time. It was it was actually wonderful. We were kind of noisy, I think. <laughs> we were talking back and forth to about what we liked best and what, and we stood back and we'd admire and we'd go up close. <laughs> and, and I thought it made it extra fun that you were there with, you know, with the people in your bubble. So. It's so, it is uh, wonderful for us to hear people enjoying the exhibition. Because um, we're tucked away upstairs on the third floor in the admin spaces, mm-hmm, but uh, it's uh, it's wonderful, and it's a wonderful. COVID has presented so many different challenges, but this opportunity for us to kind of fine tune the visit uh, protocol mm-hmm. so that when you come, you have an entire hour mm-hmm. to yourself. Um, so you there's plenty of things to do. We have a gift shop. Then we have the exhibition, and then we have a film that we're presenting in the sunroom on Kanoyuak, oh. uh, which is 20 minutes. So it, we find that most people are 
you know, really running out of time even after an hour. Um, I, I don't think, if people haven't been to the art gallery lately, I don't think they realize as well how lovely your little shop is and how many, well, you can spend forever going through your little shop and seeing all the scarves and jewelry by Sudbury artists, by other artists, the books that you have. You have a great collection of books. Well, we have so many wonderful Sudbury authors mm-hmm. and, uh, for, and, and the near region. So there's definitely a focus on Sudbury publications. Um, we've got Latitude 46 publications mm-hmm. in the gift shop, and we have art, uh, art and uh, crafts, fine crafts by, I think, 80 artists, and uh, the, the vast majority are from Sudbury. So it's yeah, a great, great. Uh, mm-hmm. a great component. We also have an art rental program, so there are some artworks there that uh, you could bring into your home. You know, I, I always love that idea of art rental. So... You know, sometimes you don't need to buy new furniture, you don't need a new carpet, you just need something new to look at. Uh, So typically, what would it cost if I wanted to rent an art piece for a month? Or or do you do it? How do you do it? Um, It is. It's a monthly rental. But and we have some lovely pieces. Uh, Many of them are actually very affordable and could be purchased right out. I think you would. Uh, But the art rental program gives you a chance to see how you like it in your home. Um, I think the more expensive works are probably $25 a month. Uh, but these would be artworks that would be around $5,000 to purchase. Many, Most of them are below $1,000. So it, it, it's like a trial period. And um, it's, you know, there are all of the works, artworks now are available on our website. There's a gift shop button. So you can go to mm-hmm. artsudbury.org and uh, Tad Tremblay, who is the coordinator of the gift shop, has he and his team have done a wonderful job of literally putting every single object we have uh, available in the gift shop and in local color on online. Shopping online with the Art Gallery of Sudbury. <laughs> and just a quick question about your your summer classes. Are you registering yet for summer classes or are they happening? Well, or? you know what? It's the the real challenge for COVID-19 is that we haven't really been able to bring children together under the roof and we're very lonely for these big classrooms of kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Our summer program last year, what ended up happening was we did some virtual projects and then we started to do a program. The education team invented Art in the Park. So there were sessions on Tuesdays and Thursdays where um, families could gather under the uh, at the gazebo the pavilion at Mm -hmm. bell park there was enough space to socially distance and these sessions went on for two hours and um, that went that went very well the jury's really out Uh, we we i i don't feel we'll be doing in-person summer classes with children to the same extent that we would normally mm. do. That's normally a very busy part for us. I guess, I guess the message class. is keep checking your website and, and it'll be, be up there as soon as you make that decision that classes are happening. Yes, and our, our I do know that our March break program, which is now going to happen in April during March break, um, is going to be virtual. Um, but it is happening. It is happening. And they can register They now? can register and you can go to artsudbury.org and there's an education button and you'll see the programs. That's uh, great, artsudbury.org in April. A virtual, uh, fantastic. They, well, so you are offering something. Oh, That's we've terrific. been offering a lot of programs. It's as they say, it's the big pivot. <laughs> oh, it is the big pivot. Uh, now to Junction East that we all oh. want to find out more about. But first, a little Arts at Nine backgrounder. Junction East is a brand new exciting arts project coming to downtown Sudbury 
In 2019, the city approved a $46.5 million financial plan to construct a combined library and art gallery, which has been in the planning since 2016. Junction East on Shaughnessy Street could cost more than $100 million. The Art Gallery of Sudbury, as we know it, was established as part of the Laurentian University Centennial Project. That was in, actually in 1968. It's housed at the Bell Mansion, which was built in 1907 and is no longer a suitable venue. Dimitra, the Laurentian University Museum and Art Gallery, we always used to call it LUMAC. I guess everybody still does refer to it sometimes as LUMAC. It began in 68, and then in 1997, you became known as the Art Gallery of Sudbury. Does that change in name mean anything? Is the Sudbury, are you um, affiliated more with, with the city of Sudbury? Uh, do you still have an affiliation with Laurentian University? How, how is that name change? Does, what does it mean? So I, I, I just want to pick up on one thing mm-hmm. um, that you mentioned about Junction East. What a wonderful introduction. Junction East, that project is not going to cost $100 million. It's going to cost $46 million plus some wow. site development. It's the junction in its entirety, Junction East and Junction West, mm-hmm. that has a, a budget forecast of $100 million. So the Junction ah. East component that we're speaking of is we're really talking about the $46 So the million. quote I took from that newspaper didn't have it quite spelled out like it, it should. It's a little, you know, mm-hmm. people are learning about it, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's hard. It, sometimes it's not uh, correct. Um, to, it's not It's not that easy to understand what is Junction West and what is Junction East. Junction East is very much, as you've said, the library art gallery component that will extend to include Sudbury Theatre Centre and the Sudbury Multicultural Focus. And most of us aren't thinking a lot right now about Junction West because the focus really is on Junction East. We'll, we'll talk about Junction West uh, when it gets a little closer. I will let, I yes, and I will let you uh, um, invite Alethea Savage, who is the project manager for the Junction, mm-hmm. and she, is, uh, she and Ian Wood are definitely the authority on the junction project Mm -hmm. Um, i'm here really just to talk specifically about the art gallery and how we came into that wonderful opportunity and then to go back to uh, your question so we are or were the laurentian university museum and art center it's the same people it's the same place (laughs) Um, and uh, the addition of a new collection which is the art gallery of sudbury collection um, the Laurentian University Museum and Art Center collection is in the custody of Laurentian University from in 1995 at a moment that's not too different from the moment Laurentian finds itself in now. There was a decision made by the university to uh, launch the gallery component, the museum component, into independence. So we're actually in we're in independently incorporated as the Art Gallery of Sudbury, Gallery d'Art de Sudbury. That being said, uh, Laurentian University continued to provide some support for the intervening 10 to 15 years. By the time that I, uh, and, and we share things, we, the collections are split, they're intermingled, and they're split half is up uh, in a storage uh, space at Laurentian University, and uh, half is at the Bell Mansion in oh, a Oh, I vault. didn't realize you had works at the university. It, we have had to. Mm. Um, they're not accessible. Um, they're not that accessible for programming mm. um, either. But uh, space-wise, um, at least each work has a space. So from our perspective, uh, it's been a continuous experience. We are, our board though, are uh, the, they're the legal um, 
operators of the Art Gallery of Sudbury, Gallery d'Art of Sudbury. When you leave that building, which you will, you have to leave it by 2025. We are leaving the building. Yeah. It'll be by in December of 2024 at the latest. Yeah, because the new laws begin in 2025 20, um, exactly. where you have to be out of that building. Who does that building go to then? Who who owns it? The, the building is currently owned by Laurentian University. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, in 1995, there was the, dispos- the it was thought that the property and the Lumac collection and the B.A. Macdonald funds would transfer to the new Art Gallery of Sudbury. It turned out that there were legal reasons why it wasn't as easy to do that from the university's mm-hmm. perspective as they had imagined it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a, we each have a, a very strong custodial in- interest in in all of those uh, mm-hmm. in all of those. Uh, assets before we run out of time oh <laughs> see it went so fast <laughs> i know um can you give us i know that the architects have not designed the building yet they're waiting for your input the library's input everybody's input and then they'll do the design what are the things when you imagine it though tell us what are the things you see in the new art gallery so we we do know some things because uh, before uh, we reached out to before, and we were two. Right now, we're super excited. We are seeing five new exhibition spaces, major exhibition galleries. Um, so we're increasing our our square footage for exhibitions from about 2,000 square feet to about 6,000 square feet. So that's we're we're seeing a major collections storage space which is huge for us this is the main reason why we need to okay uh, so you see more space what else do you see more space we see um, a major our our art education programs which are tucked away in the studio in a little room they're going to have their own art education center Um, and we see a lot of porosity between what we're doing in, in the museum center there's a museum core where the artworks have to be treated separately and carefully with an environmental system. But the exciting opportunity of Junction East is that on all around us, we will, these shared spaces, moving into a lobby space, um, programming spaces with the library, this is all being worked out now. And you know what? We're hoping there's some porosity on our side leading to the Sudbury Theatre Centre. And that be this, wonderful. Yeah, exciting, everything, super yeah. exciting. Everything kind of flows together, which would be wonderful. It's the a library. real community-based building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we see. Pretty darned exciting. <laughs> as a Sudburyan, as someone who has come to Shaughnessy Street for many years of her life, I just want to say to those architects, though, in Toronto, please give us some parking under the building. Please let us park. Parking is a huge component. Um, what they've done, soil testing, and what we've heard so far is as everything is it's not that easy in Sudbury to do underground parking Uh, but parking is a major consideration for the project and certainly the feedback that we've had so heard I've heard listening in Mm -hmm. on the public Mm -hmm. consultations parking is huge Mm -hmm. it is huge and I really the the architects the WZMH architectural firm just so people know that they have a huge amount of experience in design and delivery of large iconic complex projects including landmark libraries museums and skyscrapers they even did the cn tower and the canadian space agency so they have to know something about architecture that's for sure 
I just think sometimes they don't realize if they're from a large city like Montreal or Toronto or Ottawa where the, the public transportation is easier. They don't realize that we are married to the car here and that we need to, if we're going to go to a place, we need to be able to figure out where to park. So I sure understand where you're coming <laughs> I'm from. I'm doing my pitch to you. I've already no, done it too. I can tell you that these are, we have been so delighted first with the city and their leadership on this project um, and the funders, you know, Canadian Heritage coming forward with $500,000 to help fund this very first phase. Um, but the delight of working with the architectural teams, of which there are three, WZMH is the lead architectural design team, but we also have a library-specific architectural team, uh, DPAI, and um, we're excited because there's a museum-specific architectural team, uh, WBA, and all of them have been in Sudbury, and they are listening. The whole team is listening to every single contribution in the public consultation, and they're all taking notes. And honestly, um, we have felt so heard ourselves. My team has felt so heard. And I feel that way as a member of the public. I have all kinds of opportunities for input, uh, whether it's directly, whether it's through the library, whether I have the opportunity. And if I don't say something, it is my fault. And so I'm really glad that they're doing all that. Uh, Demetra Kostakos, Art Gallery of Sudbury Wizard, I thank you for joining us on Arts at thank Nine you. and for sharing your insight and sharing this really, truly exciting moment in, so in our history. Us. Thank you so much, Judy. Our third and final musical piece featuring Sudbury's Patricia Cano. This time we go to her 2017 album, Madre Amiga Hermana, and the song Juana Guerrera. J'ai une histoire à raconter pour rendre hommage à une femme noire qui était fière et s'appelait Juana. Son nom de famille était guerrière, beauté non classique, qui savait coudre et faire la cuisine. Une femme domestique, Juana, grande sœur, amante et mère, Juana la noire, Juana guerrière. Jeunesse, un bel homme blanc aux yeux bruns clairs. Après la messe, un dimanche matin, lui chuchota à l'oreille gauche Je veux votre main. Sauf qu'en 1920, un tel amour, une telle histoire entre homme blanc et femme noire n'allait pas très loin. Juana, grande sœur, amante et mère, Juana la noire. Juana Guerrière Mais ils se sont aimés Pendant de très longues heures Pendant de très longs mois Pendant de longues années Ils eurent sept enfants Et après chacun un mariage élégant Sauf qu'il était faux Et déjà très marié Avec une autre femme Belle et blanche de peau Juana, grande sœur Amante et mère Juana, la noire Juana, guerrière 
Sudbury's own Patricia Cano, and no, sadly, she does not live here anymore. What do you think, John? That's Pretty a, talented, wasn't she? It's a shame she doesn't live here anymore. Oh, my goodness, what a beautiful you voice. Know, honestly, just, and I think she's just world-class. She can be anywhere, and she's so engaging on stage. She's such a wonderful performer, and she and Thompson Highway just rocked it. They did another show years ago. I'm going to say it was something called Bumblebee or something like that, and they're just wonderful. And Thompson Highway and Patricia Cano, it yeah. doesn't get any better. <laughs> Book them, John, right away, I, okay? I, I will. <laughs> no, she was great. So I have a book in my hand because I know you have a surprise. You do, and I do. You have a book in your hand and I have a surprise. What's the surprise? We're going to give away a copy of A Town Called Solace by Mary Lawson. And this is, uh, you know, as Susan Darling said today, really it's just being launched, so people will not have the book. So if you are wanting this book, what do you do, John? Well, it's really easy. All they have to do is email me at director at sudburytheatre.ca. That's director at sudburytheatre.ca. And um, maybe we'll pick about the, the seventh or eighth person, the email that I get. So director Sudbury Theatre, don't forget that theatre is an R-E. It's not the, the American way, sudburytheatre.ca. Because we do a podcast besides the East Link show and the radio show, you have to be hearing this on March the 3rd in order to enter this contest. That's right. <laughs> if today is not March the 3rd and you're listening to this podcast six months down the road, please do not email John McHenry. He will not give you a book. So no. one more time, what do they do to get Mary Lawson book? Just email director at sudburytheatre.ca and we'll pick the seventh email that I receive. The seventh now. Seventh. Okay. Yes, I've 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 made a firm decision. <laughs> the seventh email. Right. The seventh email. You are a winner, and then ah, uh, fantastic. And don't forget, you can get go to the CFUW website to buy your ten dollar ticket for the event. I will certainly be there to be introduced to Mary Lawson live from England. Well, what a night! Aren't you hosting the event? Um, I don't think that was mentioned, John, but <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, I've just mentioned it. Thank you, John. Judy Strong <laughs> is hosting the event. Huh. And next week, who are our guests, John McKenna? Well, you know, before we had the second shutdown for the pandemic, we were going to have Andrew Lowe on as a guest. So Andy Lowe's coming Fantastic. next week. And Andrew Lowe has certainly, uh, he'll talk all about Killarney, uh, being at the Killarney Mountain Lodge at the Sudbury Theatre Centre. He'll have lots of good stories and lots of good songs. He does. And there's another great musician. He, he really is, another Sudbury musician. Yeah. Well, we've come to the end of the first show <laughs> after the lockdown. We made it through somehow. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I'm Judy Strawn. And I'm John McHenry. Thanks to our sponsors, Canada Council for the Arts, Downtown Sudbury BIA and the Sudbury Arts Council and Ben Whiteman from Sudbury Theatre Centre. And remember what Einstein said, creativity is contagious. Pass it on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye for now.